break glass in case of emergency as Jamie Walker scores again. And if it's not a dodgy stream making it difficult to watch a game, it's the bloody weather. My name is Jarvie and I'm joined this week by Simon, Cameron and Hammy. Together we are the Broken Hearts Club Band. How you doing boys? Um, Hammy, you are our first positive COVID case in the camp. <laughs> How are you feeling? Uh, magical. I I'm, I'm, uh, got through it, you know, with the, the help and love of my friends. I've, I've, I mean, he's pretty much helped me get it in the first place but you know we'll, we'll go through <laughs> for that and uh, is there any any truth about these rumours that this was on purpose to get out of some Christmas duties <laughs> <laughs> I can neither confirm nor deny such allegations <laughs> is that like Paul Scholes if you look at his career he was suspended for like the, the game closest to Christmas like every year <laughs> I bet fucking didn't care either I bet he was like fucking right <laughs> Well, good time. I've, I've been supportive. I've just kept asking how your cat's doing. Just wondering. <laughs> we had a cocktail McMahon's coping all right with COVID. He's coping. He's coping. Good. Um, aye, otherwise, you don't have COVID, so I don't care how you are. You are just business as usual. Um, <clears throat> on, on the COVID note, how concerned are you that we're not even going to make it to Boxing Day games? Never mind the derby. <laughs> um... Aye, there does seem to be murmurings and rumours of further lockdowns. I think football will continue because there's far too much money in it, but actual bums on seats in the stadium, I'm not convinced we'll beat Easter Road. Um, Mm. Not because of loyalty points, but because of COVID. It's getting a bit shite. Hopefully they just push through, but you never know. Hopefully. The good news is the winter shutdown is just just around the corner, which will take a good chunk of weeks out of it. Exactly. Um, uh, you think they might they might just start getting a bit stricter with like vaccine passes and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've still yet to show my vaccine pass at Tinker. So. Really? What are you talking about? <laughs> it's rigorous, rigorous, <laughs> I mean, and consistent. Sorry, yes, of course. It was Easter Roads. I, I uh, didn't yeah. have to show it at all there. It's terrible. <laughs> I didn't. I've I've been asked for mine like every time. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to, to, to add to this, I, I'm pretty sure, actually, I do now know that I could get into the stadium without my season ticket, so. <laughs> Fuck, not what I face like mine, Christ, I'm pretty much getting patted down and searched every time I get in the stadium. Me and my dad. <laughs> oh, um, well, good. You, you you sound fine, Hammy. I was, one, I was worried you were going to be all coughing and spluttering, but you sound as beautiful as ever. Um, I thought we would speak about the big talking point of the week in isolation, and that is Mr. Jamie Walker. Um, Ian Black has been quick to say on Instagram that Robbie Nielsen needs to pack his bags if he doesn't think that playing his brother-in-law week in, week out is a good idea. (laughs) We're obviously crying out for another centre-forward here. Um, What are your thoughts here? Jink Walker can fit that bill. Do you think we can attract a permanent signing that knows he's going to be back up to boys? What Jink are we going to do here? I've, I think I've said it on a few occasions that I would 100% have him at the club as depth, but as a starter every week, I still don't think this changes that. I think he'd be in and out of the squad, and if he's happy to work that role, then absolutely I think we'd keep him. But I think it'll come down to what kind of playing time he wants rather than mm-hmm. what is... Because what, the club aren't going to you know, list him as an every week star. 
this before with Jamie Walker as well. He's he's done this before where he's sort of fallen out of favour, come in, scored a couple of goals, and then just fallen out of form very quickly. We have, but I mean he hasn't had he's played what twice. Then Vanessa game he scored, comes back and scored. <laughs> we need we need someone that can score goals. I'm not saying Jamie Walker's gonna play week in, week out, <clears throat> but I think we'd all agree Nand Wheelie is pretty much done now. His chances are up, it feels like. So could Walker be that back up to boys that we desperately need? I mean, Walker didn't even really play as a striker when he came on. He just ran in behind. That was the only thing. <laughs> Aye, but... I, don't, I don't think... I, don't, I think that's light at the position if he's the backup striker. He's, he should be in behind a striker, if anything. But if, if he's literally our only option behind boys, we need to be bringing Ewan Henderson back. Oh, I'm I'm all for it. I'm on that train. He's got to get a chance now, eh? Ian Henderson when he's back. Has to be. It is confirmed, by the way, that his loan deal is only until January. You know, it's yeah. it's not a like locked and loaded end of season deal. So he could very well be back in there. Yeah, I think that that at least gives us a a chance to resolve that striking backup issue and without spending any money. Yeah, exactly. Um, in terms of bringing someone in, um, Tony Watt has just turned down a new contract offer at Motherwell. Think, Here it uh, comes. I know, eh? <laughs> We've been here. <laughs> How many days till the window opens? Where are we at? Uh, let the rumours begin. Um, uh, do you can, we set a, can we set a timer till you mention Jason Cummins? <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Jason Cummins just got cancelled, did he know? Um, they'll fit in at Dundee. Um, you've got to, I'd really struggle to imagine a, a permanent striker coming in or if it is it'll be someone we've never heard of before um, more likely option another English under 23s Loney come in we'll okay. see what happens I've, I've, I've had faith in the players that they've brought in so far so yeah well that's it apart from Ben Woodburn <laughs> <laughs> no no <laughs> <laughs> um, bye on the subject of strikers, Simon, one man that you personally um, scouted for Hearts, Adebayo, um, was pretty much on his way to Hearts before signing for Luton. Turned out what his agent was after, 250 grand, where that was the development fee, so it fell through. Um, and he is now wanted by Newcastle. Right, so looked into this. No, he isn't he? Oh, is he not? Right, they went and watched, um, was it Fulham? play whoever Adebayo plays for Luton. because they were actually going Newcastle scouts were actually probably going to watch Mitrovic Alright who who come up with this was it Paddy that said this probably it was, a, it was an article but it basically was linked because um, he's a good young player and Newcastle scouts were at this game that he was playing at so wait a minute a completely different topic but you're telling me Newcastle are now scouting a guy who they've had for years and let go <laughs> <laughs> to sign him back aye but that's exactly what you do okay okay. just yeah. just, to clarify, just wanted to clarify you're a Hearts fan you should know this <laughs> that sounds they only let him go like a year ago no it's been ages is it no Google's it aye fuck it who knows well I, I was going to say that could have been a really solid investment if we did pay the 250 grand for at the bio but it's a load of shite <laughs> Newcastle just... instead. aye exactly um, 
Speaking of uh, strange dealings, um, Hearts loanee Chris Hamilton, I think he's been on loan for seven seasons in a row now. Uh, he just got named in Player of the Week, um, playing for Arbroath. I think he's been playing like right wing back or defensive mid. Uh, he's a bit of a utility man. Um, we've always debated his height <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> it's got to be about 5'9", five, 5'10". Five, eh? that's, that's the most consistent metric we've seen. If you were to if you were to work out an average, oh, you're probably right. But some have went as low as five foot six. <laughs> he's he's no come through playing centre back at, at five six. He Look must be phenomenally <laughs> fucking talented at, like, at reading a game if he's five six playing centre back. <laughs> uh, what was Cannavaro again? Five foot six? No, taller. Don't have a clue. <laughs> he was a small man. Um, but anyway, he's been in scintillating form for our broth, apparently, so there's no chance he'll get his way. But suddenly breaking into the heart Steve now, but it's, it's good to see. Nice to know. He's still young. He's, is he not only just like 17? I think he's like 20. Aye. Is he? Oh, okay. He's getting really he, old, Simon. I mean, he's fucking ancient now. Eh? <laughs> no, one, no one just kept his uh, Wikipedia up to scratch. He's not, got, <laughs> he's, he's not had a performance. or Yeah, I don't think he's had an appearance in two years on here. There you go. <laughs> I'll I'll happily uh, volunteer as admin for Chris Hamilton's <laughs> Wikipedia page. It wouldn't be my I wouldn't be the first admin for the Wikipedia page. <laughs> um, <clears throat> here's some nice stats for you. In the most tackles won across the Premier League charts, Cami Devlin is at Christmas number one, and Benny Beningame at number two. Thirty-four tackles for Devlin and thirty for Benny. Brilliant. Some stuff, eh? And you see it. You fucking see it. Hey. Benny's been out for what three, four games now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but he wasn't really injured. <laughs> he was in the showers, man. <laughs> <laughs> Still in those showers, I think. Um right, Benny would probably be aye, in first if he'd kept playing. Um but it's interesting. It's good to know. Uh some Potentially bad news on the on the front going into Christmas. Uh, Stephen Naismith's update is one of the bookies' favourites for the Kilmarnock job after Tommy Wright got sacked due to fog causing their game to get suspended. <laughs> <clears throat> Work that one out. Um, it makes sense. X Kelly player, blah, blah, blah. Um, that means poor Bobby McLucky and the under-18s boys could lose their second manager in just two weeks. After John Rankin just left for the Hamilton assistant manager job, you don't want to see talent leaving the club, so I, I would prefer him not to leave. But he's he's got a career to think of. Um, I think he kind of maybe owes hearts a wee bit with the amount we were fucking paying him last season. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> well, it was um, undisclosed if he was still getting paid that now as a coach. Remember, so maybe yeah, it is a good idea. Well, he's made a fair whack. I'm sure he could give us a couple of years. Mm-hmm. But it's up to himself, obviously. Aye. Aye, feeling quite... Feeling a bit sorry for under-18s if he goes. They'll feel very unloved and unwanted. <laughs> um, right, next up, some exciting news if somebody wants to talk about it. Um, the Broken Hearts podcast is coming to print in form near you. <laughs> print, printing form? Print form. <laughs> words, in, words on paper. <laughs> In the, uh... don't, don't worry, Jamie did they fucking write it. <laughs> <laughs> no, Christ, I'm better with my words than uh, 
my writing. <laughs> well, clearly not. <laughs> but it's exciting stuff. But we're going to be in the match day programme on Boxing Day. We very much hope that fans will be able to go <laughs> to the game and buy the programme. Uh, does somebody want to tell us a bit about the piece? Um, <clears throat> so in the, the programmes at the moment, they're doing a, a wee two-page spread. It's called A View from the Pods. Um, so every match day programme, they have a, a different Hearts podcast on. It writes a wee segment. We've worked really hard on ours. Um, the night before it was due, as you do. We got told about <laughs> a month ago. But <laughs> Not true. <laughs> But we, uh, we got something really good together. I actually think it's um, amazing. So it would be good if um, you, when you go to the game on Boxing Day, pick up a programme and um, keep the programme going, keep the programme going strong. I think that's what they're, they're trying to do, trying to get more people to buy the programmes. Um, I know there is other clubs that have decided to get rid of programmes. Um, I've not brought a programme myself in years, but... I will this time. Actually, I'm not allowed to go to the game. I will get somebody to buy me one though. No, yeah. <clears throat> I'll get you a program, Hammy. I'll be, I'll be there. Um, I'd just like to congratulate us as well on um, the amount of times we've managed to get program the word program into this program segment. <laughs> well, maybe the name of this podcast episode episode should be called program. Program. <laughs> the I've program program. <laughs> Um, bye. There's a very impressive read. Uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. Um, what you might not enjoy so much is my half-hearted attempt at a Christmas quiz <laughs> that I've got prepared for you boys. I'm buzzing. Open up your phones. I want no cheating this time. I want WhatsApp messages with your pics here. Get your phones ready. Cameron, I believe you've got one of them. Maybe in a drawer somewhere. <laughs> if you can I mean, your WhatsApp. I, I mean, I'm actually on my phone. That's how I joined this call. <laughs> oh, really? I'm actually never over there. So I, can, so I can use my laptop for everything else. Or email me. No, you can just, just read them out if you want, Cameron. I'll, I trust you a wee bit. Um, this, this starts off as a little bit of a quiz. Uh, a Christmas quiz, sorry. And then it's no. <laughs> I ran out of patter very quickly. With regards to <laughs> Did you have one idea that you made a quiz off of? I had the idea of doing a Christmas quiz, and then I sat down and went, right. How, I'd had no idea how to get like hearts related Christmas stats. You know what I mean? Oh, you just Google hearts. <laughs> well done. That's very true. Hearts. You do, it, you do it on a laptop or a phone. You might have one of those. <laughs> right. Well, here we go. Question number one. Last Christmas, I gave you my hearts. The very next day, we played in an eight goal thriller. Who is that against in the championship? It was, of course, behind closed doors. Eight goal thriller. I just think I've wiped this that whole season from my mind. So I just text it to you. Aye. Yeah. Right. Easy. I have a pick. I have a pick. Cameron, you won't be sending messages. Do you want to just say yours first? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, it wasn't. I'm sure we did play them around that time. That was also Simon's guess. Ah, did we not beat them 6-2? No, first game of the season that was. Oh, fuck. Oh, that's what I was thinking about. Right. Uh, and Hammy's guess was Morton. You're wrong. It was Air. It was 
Five goals to three we won at Tincastle on Boxing. You could be asking me questions about this season and I wouldn't <laughs> be fucking get them right. I'm pretty sure we were we were getting beat. Um like two one from memory and then aye, mental game. Now think about the squad around that time in the championship <clears throat> um and have a think who the goal scorers were. There was four of them. It was five goals, so you get two points for naming the player that scored two. Let me know who you think. Meanwhile, I Google it myself because I just realised I never wrote it down. <laughs> four scorers. Yeah, four scorers, five goals. Just pick four hearts players for last season. Done. <laughs> <laughs> Right. That's exactly what I've done. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much all you can do. <clears throat> right, Cameron, go first again then. Do you want all four? Yeah. I've went with Boyce, Naismith, no idea if he was injured, fit or retired at that point. <laughs> Halliday and Kingsley. Okay, okay. Hammy, yours? Oh, I texted you, you want me just to tell you? I read out. I went Kingsley, got the double, Halliday, Smith and Boyce. Very good. Simon? I went Boyce, Walker, Craig Gordon and Andy Halliday. I didn't <laughs> think I was going to read them out. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of you have got points there. You've got one for Boyce. You've got one for Kingsley. You've got one for Ollie Lee. I think that might have been oh. his last game or second last game, thereabouts. And two, how could you forget Mr. Ballon d'Or, Craig Whiten. Was that that game? <laughs> With a brace. <laughs> What? Craig Whiten was at Hearts last year. Aye. 26th of December 2020, Craig Whiten was still banging them in. We got um, we got a bit of jet for saying that he wasn't good enough. Did they? I've always said he was good enough. <laughs> <laughs> Get him back. Ideal backup striker now. Um, now. This is where the, the quiz takes a weird turn. Because that was the end of my Christmas party. <laughs> <laughs> so to seamlessly transition, still in a in a Christmas vein, Cami Devlin is Australian. What season is Australia currently experiencing? <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> uh, the summer. Uh, right. Summer. Is an awkward. It's not a real question. We're just uh, we're just to get us to Australia because it carries on a bit. On the other side of the world. Here comes uh, his neighbour's quiz. <laughs> I should have thought of that. Um, right. What I want to know next is, what team do you think Cammy Dev- Devlin came through in Oz? Is it A, Sunderland Sharks? B, Newcastle Jets? C, Middlesbrough Kangaroos? Or D, Hull Koala Bears? Newcastle. Aye, Newcastle. Sunderland. Simon's got the point. Ah! (laughs) The Sunderland Sharks had New Year's would fall for that. Hook, line and sinker. Newcastle Jets being a team you've probably heard. Right. Right, Next up, Cammy Devlin was born in Sydney. What capacity is the Sydney Opera House? Now the closest... (laughs) (laughs) The closest to the, the right number gets a point. 23,000. Locked in. 
24,000. Oh. Well, the winner is Simon. The, the capacity, apparently, 5,738. Does that, said, mean ham- does that not Hammy then? I said 24. <laughs> oh, were you the lowest one, Hammy? I actually missed your one. <laughs> Point to Hammy. What a disaster. Woo! Um, <laughs> right, just a couple more. Don't worry. The, the former token Aussie in the squad was Oliver Bazanich. Um, who was it he left? Uh, who is it he left for in Australia? Newcastle oh. Jets. <laughs> The Sydney Strikers. Melbourne FC. Roar. (laughs) It's the the Central Coast Mariners. Ah, Big team. Poor poor hearts knowledge that, not knowing that one, boys. Um, Right, I get a completely unrelated note uh, moving away from Australia. Something I wrote just five minutes before the podcast. According to Wikipedia, how many heart goals does Armand Nandudli have? Four. Six. Five. <laughs> Hammy's got it on the nose. Oh. Six goals, according to Wikipedia. Could be 12, who knows? <laughs> right, and final question for you. Again, nothing to do with Christmas. John Suter hit a, hit a milestone of appearances for Hearts against Dundee. How many does he now have? 100? 100 for Hammy. 150. 100 and... Oh, that wouldn't be a milestone, so would it? Um, <laughs> also 100. <laughs> Simon's got on the nose this time. 150 for Mr Suter. It feels yeah. like that's come out of nowhere, eh? It's a lot. Well, I would tell you that I've been tallying up the points as we went through that, but I'd be lying. <laughs> <laughs> I tallied up my one. It didn't take long. I got three. <laughs> and I included two from one question. <laughs> Good for you. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say that it was a solid tie across the board. What you saw done very well. Um, <laughs> in between the. Uh, in, in the January shutdown, we will be doing a better quiz. You might have enjoyed it last year, so stay tuned for that one. Something I'll actually put some effort into, I promise you. Um, but right, next up, let's talk about some football. Uh, Simon, we played against Dundee. We struggled to see it. Um, how did we line up for this one? Um, it was kind of like a hybrid 3-4-3 as usual with Andy Halliday in at left-back, uh, stroke centre mid. It started with Kingsley, Halkett and Suter at the back, but unfortunately um, Kingsley had to come off after 25 minutes for, for Cochrane, who filled in at that sort of left-back, left-centre-back role. Um, Taylor Moore started with still no um, Michael Smith in the starting lineup. He was on the bench. Quite like that, though. I think Taylor Moore is actually better in that position. We've been saying it for a while. Um, and the big news was no Liam Boyce either. Um, ben Woodburn, GMS, Barry Mackay up front. I thought Ben Woodburn was actually all right. And I actually think when Jamie Walker came on as well, um, when was that? Well, like an hour in, that was probably the best period for Ben Woodburn before he came off 15 minutes after that. So I, um, we're playing Dundee away. Fuck, fuck them. Um, We beat them 1-0. It was class. 
<laughs> and it was so hard to see that last like half an hour. There was almost no point in watching it because Hearts were wearing like an essentially mist coloured kit. <laughs> right enough. Like a kind of smoky blue. Aye. Um, aye, that Cammy Devlin had a chance right at the end. Jeff was like squinting at the screen. I had no idea what happened to this to this minute. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking no idea. Right, there's another angle from behind the goals you can see a bit better. I don't think he could see the, the goalie coming at him. Aye. So he fucked his one on one. Um, Simon, interesting you've said you thought Ben, ben Woodburn played quite well because my first question was, <laughs> after that performance, I knew. Um, does he look like he'll be able to stay in the team? I didn't think he played well at all. Aye, so this is why I said it, because obviously I think there has been a wee bit of people not thinking he's played very well. I think one... I don't think that's his position as a as a number nine. Um, I know you obviously dropped a wee bit deeper, but and that's what Boyce does as well. But I just don't think it's natural for him. And two, as soon as there was people running beyond him, Jamie Walker um, and Aaron McInniff, when he came off, obviously he came off for Aaron McInniff. Mm-hmm. Um, before he came off for Aaron McInniff, um, when there was people running behind, he actually looked all right. He is good. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> Do you think uh, in, a, in a team where Boyce is playing and you're looking at the, the options kind of out wider when we play that those three behind Boyce, Jinky's done enough to, to stay in the first team? The likes of Mac and F chasing a start? No, I don't think. I think if you play with Ben Woodburn, um, you've got to play a striker. He can't be the main the main outlet. And I think if you're going to put him on the wing, um, I don't think he's as good as Barry McKay. I don't think he's as good as GMS. I think Janelli's can be better than him. But I think Ben Woodburn just needs to just to get a wee bit of confidence behind him. He's he's at Liverpool. He's obviously a very good player. And he's not just at Liverpool when they are shy or they, they've got one of the the best coaching systems in the world. And he's played under Jurgen Klopp. And I trust that Jurgen Klopp trusts Ben Woodburn's a good player. Mm-hmm. So I think it's just something's not clicking. We need to figure what that out is. What that is, it's not obviously our job, but once he gets his head down and get a bit, a bit of confidence, I think he'll be fine. Find a role in this team that that fits him well. Mm-hmm. It must be a total um, culture shock to him as well. He's come up through a very kind of um, wrapped in cotton wool under twenty three system down there of these English Premiership teams, and to come up here. And really get battered, you know, when you're trying to control the ball in tight spaces. It must be a very different game for him to come and learn. Yeah, culture shock, not not in just like the environment, but Scotland is very different from England. Even if it is the the North England, like culturally, and, and I think going up to the places like Ross County and probably having to get like a mini bus <laughs> to the fucking game, he's probably never had to do shit like that in his life. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I, I understand it must be weird, and you're right. When you play for a team like Liverpool, even when you start playing for like the under 19s or whatever, everything's pretty much done for you. Yeah. Where here you're obviously going to have to a bit more responsibility. This is the first time he's been a consistent first team player mm-hmm. in and around the starting 11. So, no, exactly. Um, Cameron or Hammy, if say Ben Woodburn's form dips here, um, then he goes on a, a poor run of games. Is there a fear that there could be some sort of Joe Pereira agreement where? we see him continue to play even if he's in the, the lowest of low spells um, I wouldn't I wouldn't like to think we're tied at those kind of deals but um, I, I have no idea yeah 
Hammy, any concerns? Nah, I hope not. I, I just, <clears throat> I don't know if that was maybe just banded about as an excuse last season. But then I think Noy was really, really, really bad in the kick and play, <laughs> so there must have been something. Mm-hmm. But I, I would like to think if there was something like that last season that we've we've maybe learned a lesson. Yeah. It, like, <clears throat> sometimes in some positions you can maybe get away with it, but not as a sort of focal point as a striker, as an attacking player like that. Mm-hmm. And a goalie, of course. But, yeah, hopefully <laughs> not. I'd rather right. have it as a striker than I would as a goalie. Uh, for sure. Aye, aye. Definitely. Uh, it's just uh, a, wee, a wee concern in my mind. Not to say that I'm, I'm hoping Woodburn gets that bad. And I certainly don't think he's like the worst player on the pitch every week. It's just the expectations are very high when you bring in someone like this. And I think that's the problem here. Um, fine. Right. Otherwise, in the first half, Simon, uh, Dundee actually had a few chances. Um, very A very pacey side out wide. Um, they exposed us quite a few times on the counter-attack. Um, Lee Griffiths just seemed to be miles off the pace. He just seemed to... He couldn't keep up with their counter-attacks. <laughs> he looks um, at it as well. <laughs> it's, it's difficult to comment because you can you can just... like There's no point in kicking a man when he's down. Eh? He's he's off it by miles. He's, he's clearly in a, a difficult place and I don't want to stick up for him, but I also... I don't think there's any point in digging in on Lee Griffiths. No. Um, but I, he... They, they had a couple of chances. They had that one, I think, was actually offside, but they had two men at the back post completely missed the ball. I was going to say, and that ball actually came from Lee Griffiths. Wide. He's still got an absolute wonder left foot. Aye. Um, but uh, they had like a shot as well that Gordon had to get down and save and it came through. So maybe a, a worse keeper, but Gordon made it look like it was just pretty routine. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't really think of any other times that I thought they were really going to score apart yeah. from that. I think we controlled the game quite well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, I mean, through the first half, Dundee only had they had three shots, uh, only one on target, which was that low one which Gordon got to quite easy. So, like, they they really weren't testing us at all. Um, Peter Haran, Simon was probably the, the biggest standout of that first half. He, he seemed to have a thousand touches and looked composed for every one of them. Eh? Ah, if you give him time, you'll pick you apart. Like if you give him a, he's not the fastest player in the world, but he he knows how to maneuver into space, and if he's got a wee bit of time and space, he can spray the ball, but no bother. No. Remember, like he had this trait before he got injured when he was strolling about Wally Lee in midfield. This first time ball where he would just whip it out to the wings, and you've started to see him spraying these long balls about again. Um, and just thinking like that's you feeling confident again, Peter. <laughs> on yeah. Your goal, <laughs> yeah, there's a good like um, consistency to him right now as well. He seems to be playing week in, week out and, and playing well and he's taking his chance now that Devlin and Benny are maybe going to have to get well Benny's missing obviously and Devlin's going to have to fucking get some minutes rest at some point <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll have plenty of time to rest when he's suspended several times a season anyway so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, uh, nice problem to have I'm not saying Benny should have been dropped but his form was declining towards his injury it's, so, it's never a bad thing having someone uh, some depth Right behind you. Yeah, exactly. Right, Stephen Kingsley's injury. It turned out to be a horror challenge. Kind of come from nothing, didn't it? It was like a fair challenge. He kind of followed through. Then he could have broke his leg. Aye. Cameron? Can I just just jump in on a completely unrelated subject? 
Cammy Devlin didn't play for the Sunderland Sharks. Played for the Sutherland Sharks. <laughs> <laughs> As you were. <laughs> what I would say is, ladies and gentlemen, don't try and write a quiz where when you've been out all day, <laughs> come home and you've got a podcast to do. Don't even attempt it. Just say you, you never even planned on doing one. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. what I'm going to do in response, Cameron? I'm going to edit his Wikipedia. So he did play for the Sunderland <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Simon, the Kingsley tackle. Aye. Um, there's just no need, really. I, I get that you're wanting to sort of impose yourself and, and have a have a go, but there's just no need. Um, he could be looking looking at quite some time out injured, which is a big one for us. If Kingsley goes out, it totally fucks our three four three. You think? Aye. Um, hopefully, Cochrane can just slot in there, um, and we can we can find a solution because Cochrane looked looked all right when he came on. To be fair, but I don't want to be seeing much more uh, Andy Halliday than I need to. Well, that's it. Or everyone shifts about, and then Michael Smith comes in. And Moore, Suter, Halkett, you know, move across left and yeah, change the whole of it messy. Aye, it just makes it so messy. Like, do you leave Halkett in the middle and move Suter to left centre back, or do you just shift everyone along one? Or yeah, exactly. So aye, this is why Robbie Nielsen gets paid the big bucks and has lovely hair. Otherwise, the first half was really quite scrappy stuff. It was just a, a good old fashioned mid midfield um, fight in the fog. Aye, I think um, the, the thing I've learned about this Hearts team is we're actually quite resilient. I think um, there's there's been very few moments where I've not felt felt like this team's at least fucking putting in a fair effort. Um, I'm trying to think. Maybe when we were the the home game against Dundee was quite frustrating, but apart from that, we've been pretty consistent in how how the the work rate stays high and and you stay consistent and. And, and I thought we were going to win this game. Um, even when Jim, we seen Jamie Walker warming up in our text in our group chat, it's got a Jamie Walker call written all over it. Mm-hmm. Obviously a bit speculative, but <laughs> it just felt like we were going to score. Yeah. At halftime, we had 71% possession, uh, five shots and none on target. And that's what happens when you have no glass striker on the pitch. Um, on to Jamie Walker then, really. Well, first... 58th minute, Jamie Walker came on for GMS. Um, what's your thoughts on GMS's performances? He's looking a bit like he's in that rubbish patch before he finally got a goal last season in the championship and then done quite well again. I think he's I think he's all right. I think the the good thing is when when one of them we can't expect them to be brilliant every every single week. So when one of them is not firing, Robbie Nielsen's quick to rotate them for the next game or or rotate them in the game so I think it's fine I think nine times out of ten we do end up getting a good performance from one of the wingers which is all you really need to a lot of these games and I think, just like, I, I'd agree I think GMS probably gets a bit of a hard time compared to how he's performed this season I'd imagine if you looked down at kind of his, his stats actually he's had a fairly okay season there was a couple earlier on the season where if he'd scored you'd have a completely different opinion of how his season's been yeah, um, when he was through. Oh, he's missed. Yeah, he's missed a handful of sitters. But so's Barry Mackay. Like, I guess 
they're both just full of ability that's just their final product's been lacking. It's just they're both frustrating. very hesitant to shoot. <clears throat> yeah. yeah but at the end of the day, that's why that it hurts. You know, if they were wingers scoring a goal every week, they'd be playing Chrysler's what level. Aye. Sometimes you just want, just take a shot. Like Barry Mackay had a chance just before we did actually score. Mm-hmm. To, to have a shot um, and he didn't take it he cut back and cut back and then laid it off so yeah that kind of feels like our whole team a lot of the time across midfield yeah yeah and we were talking earlier Simon someone on uh, Twitter posted a clip of Barry Mackay just absolutely shitting himself at a 50-50 it's been I mean, he's been like partially he's tiny man he's fair <laughs> enough <laughs> well that's kind of what I thought as well like what Aye. do you expect him to do jump up and try and heat it Aye. Aye, a bit harsh. I, I did see someone in response said, well, what do you expect? Why do you think he's playing for Hearts? And my jink, we managed to sign him in September. <laughs> I, th- I like, I really like Barry Mackay. He's one of my favourite players right now. Yeah, see, I, I think he's one of my favourite players. Just, just thought that was like, fucking hell. Right, moving on to the big uh, <laughs> Jamie Walker half, basically. So he came on, he got booked a minute later uh, for smashing someone. A minute later... He had a shot over the bar, like really over the bar. But it was like, oh, I Jamie Walker's on. Um, what about his goal? It was which was offside, but it wasn't actually offside. However, it should have been a throw in, in the build up. Well, they call him just clearly couldn't see fuck all. <laughs> Could <it? laughs> I um, I think it's a ball into the feet of Barry Mackay from Alex Cochran. It's a really good pass that just cuts through the midfield straight into the to the box. Barry Mackay cuts back about three times, goes around about four players, leads off to McInefu. Yeah, I don't see why you wouldn't be shooting for like we were um, in conditions like that. Just fucking have a shot. See what happens. The keeper's got bad visibility. The ball will be all squirting about the place. Um, so I came off the post, looked like it went in. I thought it went in, and not until I seen Jamie Walker sort of tapping it into the back post but I actually thought it was maybe Cammy Devlin or I couldn't <laughs> really see by Jamie Walker was only one following it up um, all the Dundee players just sort of froze yeah um, I, I did ask you to tell me about the disallowed goal Simon but I'll take it oh sorry take, <laughs> take a goal any day instead of oh sorry goal. aye okay I'll tell you about that one <laughs> Ben Woodburn, with an excellent bit of skill, took it round two players, didn't fumble the ball at all, and then uh, plays it into Jamie Walker, who was offside, but not offside. Mm-hmm. Apparently, then, I, I couldn't see it from the fog, but the ball was out of play anyway, but they just never gave a throw in, so we kept playing. <laughs> and I think they panicked and called an offside. Oh, hi, probably. Good Scottish refereeing. Oh, exactly. Unbelievable. I couldn't see fuck all. I couldn't see that thrown on the far side no. of the pitch. Um, Aye, that was that was Jamie Walker. Um, we spoke about him at the start anyway. You know our thoughts on it. Um, I think I've got to say I'm I'm in line with Ian Black on it. I think he deserves half an hour a week at least just now. Let's see him on Boxing Day against Ross County. Let's see him against St Johnston. <clears throat> just have a good look at him over the next two games. What's the harm in it? There's no one else there to do it. Um, you can drop Nanduli, bringing another midfielder onto the bench. I don't know how I feel about genuinely having not one striker in the squad. 
three more games to go. And then I think we, I think we forget that like the strikers are usually the highest paid players, the most expensive players to buy in the world because it's all about scoring goals and it's a really hard thing to do. So just dropping a fucking centre mid or a left winger into the striker slot's not going to solve it. Hmm. Aye, I know, I know. Uh, one last thing: how beautiful was John Suter's tackle on Lee Griffiths? We absolutely smashed him oh. on the side. I thought that was a red. I thought that was a fucking. Clear as day, great opportunity for him to give a red card to Hearts and no one could really complain. Mm-hmm. But fucking great tackle. You knew it was foggy. Aye. <laughs> like, I, like, I cannot believe like if all the clubs to get a game suspended, like, it was going to be Hearts. I cannot believe Willie Collin never ended that game. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, at the end, you, you really couldn't see anything. No. <laughs> It was like it looked like pitch black. <laughs> bizarre, absolutely bizarre. I kind of just stopped watching. I was like, I can't eat. There's nothing to see here. <laughs> I enjoyed it, but in a weird way. Um, full time, we had sixty three percent possession. How someone managed to get the the stats together for this, considering you couldn't see fuck all, I don't know. They've put down sixty three percent. We apparently had thirteen shots, one of which was on target, and it was that goal. Um, it's hitting the post count as a shot not on target, doesn't it? Yeah, it's off target. Aye. That's off target. The post and then Walker's tapping was the only shot on target. Well. Um, Dundee only had one shot in that second half, but more of the ball. Um, after the game, it, it was obviously, it was all about Jamie, Jamie Walker. Uh, Nielsen was asked what his script was looking like. Nielsen said it was a decision that he and Jamie need to come to. He said, I'd like to keep him, but I have to respect that the at the age he's at, he's only 28, <laughs> he, needs to, <laughs> he needs to go and play. Um, we'll, oh, see right, okay. we'll see We'll see... Uh, how it goes in the next couple of weeks. We'll have a chat and see what he wants to do because it will probably come back to that. What come back to that means, as ever, with Robbie Nielsen's cryptic interviews. I don't know. Um, he spoke loads about Walker. On Kingsley, he said that he's in a protective boot after limping off with a shin injury and the prog- prognosis is not looking good. Uh, Boyce, however, uh, was left out as a precaution after feeling some troublesome calf in training. So we'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Like a troublesome calf sounds like he works on a farm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh dear. Right, that was the game. Uh, Now, normally at this stage, I'd propose a game of Barry, McHire or Lower, but I must admit that I've exhausted the list of obscure players in around the 14-15 appearance mark, so I'm sorry. So that's why instead this week you'll be playing Gary McHire Stevens or lower. (laughs) 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 A reminder that these stats are from London Hearts and they differ from Wiki quite a lot at times. Um, GMS has 34 appearances for the club. I will be asking you if these said players have got more or less appearances than GMS. First of all, a player adored by everyone at the club, even after he left. The French super agent that is Clevid Decamona. Higher or lower, 34 appearances. Lower. Lower, aye. Lower. You're all wrong. What? what? Higher, 36 appearances. Got down for Clevid Decamona. Wow. Aye. Aye. I was surprised with that myself. That's why he's down here. <laughs> uh, next up, the million dollar man himself, 
teenage superstar Aaron Hickey? Higher or lower? Lower. 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 It's basically Aye. one season. Aye, it's got to be lower. You're right, it's lower, but just 33 appearances he got. There you go. Uh, now, next up, a player who Hammy predicted to be our young player of the season last year. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Brandon, higher or lower? 34 appearances. It's got to be higher. He's been here for fucking years. It's lower. Higher. What did you say, Hammy? Higher. It's higher. Aye. <laughs> Just 35 appearances. I was shocked oh, by that. Shit. I thought it'd be a lot more. Aye. Considering he's been here, like playing in the first team for like four years. Yeah, well, when you say playing, aye, barely, aye, fair in, enough. In the right, last one, the big Northern Irishman with 112 caps under his belt, Aaron Hughes, higher or lower? Well, you see, not only one season as well. He's got to be lower. Higher. Was oh. he only one season? Higher. Hammy, what did you say again there? Higher. It is higher. He actually has a whopping 42 appearances. How? <laughs> I know. Again, I was shocked by that. Shocked. I thought he was like a rotation defender. Well, there you go. That was Gary McHire Stephen or lower. <laughs> I love that. Hammy, we're all a bit too jolly around here. Let's get the Jambles kick back. Away and don't talk a lot of shit. Oh, and then we could go do a Davy McKay or, or Loa. Well, he's got the most caps, everyone would just be lower. <laughs> so many good <laughs> games. Well, to um lower everyone's spirits, I'm gonna jump on the old Jamie Walker debate that was raging and kickback after he scored a goal against Dundee. Now <clears throat> genuinely, this is the most divided I have ever seen kickback, and it goes from Jamie Walker is amazing to Jamie Walker is terrible. I'll give you some of the highlights. So, starts off with various suggestions why he isn't playing, and I don't know the answer, quite. And I'm not a massive Walker fan. find his body language hard to deal with at times. I, however, what I categorically know is Jamie Walker is a far better player than Nando and arguably would give us more than GMS and Woodfern. Therefore, Nielsen should be man enough to say why and not hide behind the pathetic excuses he's using of not playing the boy. Is that Ian Black? <laughs> um, wonder how many people will now say Jamie should stay. For me... Always said he's a great player. Been unlucky with injuries, but he knows how to finish. Happy to see him playing. Hopefully, he can turn it around. Merlin says he is a cracking player. Always has been. Injuries have blighted his career. Amazing how things can change. Earlier in the season, we would have said he was surplus to requirements. Now, without a decent striker and midfielders who seem scared to pull the trigger, we see him as our only option for unlocking teams. And uh, this one for you, Cameron. Walker and McInef both need to play more. Somebody's jumping on your train. Well done. Oh, imagine that was our centre midfield pair on, on Sunday. <laughs> Wild. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Walker spent most of the last week having folk write him off, came off the bench today, got himself booked within a minute and then scored the winner. This Jamie Walker story couldn't have been any more Jamie Walker. 
For the record, I don't think we should keep him, even after today. He has always had the talent, but he doesn't show it often enough. He's always capable of a moment of magic, but his fitness is always questionable. And I don't think we can afford the luxury of a player whose best role is as a substitute. And then, obviously, you can see how how this is trending. Um, This is a player that is knackered after 30 minutes. And that 30 minutes, he usually looks like he's stuck in the mud. One game changes nothing. Ship him out to whoever wants him. So you can see it goes from, well, he's all right to get him out the door. There's no real middle ground at all. Um, right, Somebody says, right here, right now, fine. But folks saying we should offer him an extension on the back of one goal are mental. Um, another one says, one decent half and one goal does not suddenly make him one of our better players. He's been shite for months. He's not played for months. <laughs> genuinely barely played so I don't know how he's been shite for months um, Walker's always had the ability to make the difference in matches his problem is consistency and the fact he goes missing pretty much any time he starts a decent player to have on the bench but that's about it and I'm sure he will be on decent money um, somebody says whilst Walker is not the answer you can tell why Nielsen does not rate him he runs direct at the opposition goal Ooh, bit of a wee Nielsen dig there um, someone says one of our best players, but somebody replied, reminds me of the Whiten debate, though. It's no doubt a decent player, but when it comes <laughs> down to it, he's not very effective and just doesn't deliver the goods. No, no offence, Craig Whiten, right? That's <laughs> a bit harsh on Jamie Walker to fucking... Leave it. Aye. Aye. yeah. Um, somebody says, I think we can find a player with more impact than Walker. Joe Savage hasn't done too bad in the short time he's been here. And if there's talk of letting Walker go, then I expect the replacement has already been identified. Got to love that. Eh? Like, I think we could find someone based on. Like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> um, someone says, doesn't change much for me. He's still not good enough for Hearts. Maybe a good sub to chuck on now and then and scrappy games like that, but no way is he a starter. Um, someone mentions maybe he has a clause in his contract, similar to Smith. If he plays so many games, he gets another year's contract. So they were talking about how he's not featured a lot so far. Yeah. Um, and uh, just to just finish off, uh, seen it all before. He'll probably score the winner coming off the bench against Hibbs and earn himself a start, then disappear up his own farter again. I will reiterate again, Jamie Walker is a very good player, but for whatever reason, he cannot string together a reasonable run of form. If the club is to move forward, then he's absolutely no good to us. Judging by the club's mooted to be after his services, it's a wide-ranging train of thought. Hmm. I'm not sure I agree with that. I think there was a lot of people quite spot on about that, about how we've seen this. I mean, we said it at the start, but we've seen this for Jamie Walker plenty of times. Eh? We know what he's about. We know this is what he does. He's just not consistent enough. That's the issue. It's interesting. I, I do think he'll get a start now, though. That is mad thinking that he isn't consistent enough and he scored over 50 goals for the club. <laughs> <laughs> because both those things are true. Yeah. And it just, it, it, yeah, it's the talent that. That should have had more, really. Eh? It boggles my mind. I think I mentioned to Jarvis. I was talking to him about it, and I was saying, you know, if if Jamie Walker had had, you know, sort of the sort of minutes that Barry Mackay's had, he wouldn't have been any better than Barry Mackay because Barry Mackay's got a very good player, but he'll probably have scored five or six goals. Mm-hmm. His chances that, and not just Barry Mackay. I mean, sort of Gary Mackay, Stephen Woodburn, and really Ginelli, the chances that these guys have had, Jamie Walker probably puts a lot of them away. I hate to, 
hate to like agree, but does that make that first point kind of slightly valid around people just don't like his body, like the way the way he carries himself on the pitch, I... body language, like. I don't know. It doesn't really annoy me because I don't care that much. You know how you know, I don't care if he, what he does on the pitch. If he's walking about, but scoring goals, then great. But mm-hmm. we've got. I've seen. I have a few, a couple of players like that as well. But yeah, some people get very offended by what players do mm-hmm. and not do. Don't you think with Jamie Walker? But everyone knows that he's there to play for the club. Like. When he scored the goal, like his son and his family are literally sitting behind the goals. <laughs> like he wants to do well for the club. You can see There's what no you want about his body language. He wants to play and score goals for the club. Uh, agreed. There's nobody in that squad that would want to be there more. Exactly. So unless people on Jambles Kickback are body language experts, <laughs> I think they need to need to just have a think before posting on message boards at times. <laughs> <laughs> What they should do is they should start a podcast. <laughs> the Jambles Kickback Podcast. Oh dear, oh dear. It's um, interesting. I mean, that, some of that's absolutely right. Jamie Walker does not have 90 minutes in him. <laughs> and what do you do with that? And it is true that he feels like when he starts, it's just it's like a different player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but go and give him half an hour against Ross County again. And... St Johnston he's the perfect player to bring on if we're struggling to to sort of nick a goal when we're we're drawn against the team we should be beating that is like the prime scenario where Jamie Walker scores yeah we've been in that position quite a few times and we've just not used him and it seems odd there's obviously there is I think it's fairly sure there's something's gone on with him and Nielsen you know at the start when Nielsen was saying he's he's no fit he needs to work on his fitness and all that Um. There's something in the background, I think. Mm. And it's, it's it's annoying. It's one of the things I don't, I don't really like about Nielsen. His player management can be a very Levine-esque at times. Just mm. a, a, a stats point, though. Jamie Walker and Aaron McInef, who both struggle again, the squad must be our highest scoring midfielders. <laughs> they are, right? Aye, they will be, aye. Yeah. They're both uh, joint fifth top highest scorers in the whole team. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> It's a weird squad, but somehow we're clear third in the league. And we're doing fine. Who needs strikers? (laughs) (laughs) Or goal scoring midfielders that start. Stephen Kingsley is third. John Souter, fourth. Alex Cochran, joint fifth with Andy Halliday, Jamie Walker, McInef, and Woodburn. (laughs) It's weird stuff, eh? It really is. Good. Aye, Jamie Walker. I knew that would be interesting on kickback. Aye, a very contentious subject. Uh, right, Cameron, buy or sell? Thank you. Back after my week's hiatus. So thanks again to Splicheet Chihami for uh, filling in um, without any of my help last week because I forgot to send him the file. Um, <laughs> I'll put my hands up to that. And um, I'm not going to lie, I heard his lines and I thought, He's went really soft here. He's made this really simple for them. And then not a single one came in, so clearly didn't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so I'll run through them. I'll run through them quickly. Um, Hearts over 65% possession. This was this was a pretty good line, actually, because um, they got 64. Um, 
over 2.5 goals, probably not a good line, but I think we all might have thought that we'd be closer than the one. Um, Hearts have a penalty. I mean, that's a, who knows, um, never came in. And then over 2.5 yellow cards, that sounds like a like locked in by every week. Uh, they only had two. So there you go. How that ended up was that the guys that bought everything, being Paddy and me, <laughs> uh, got a fat zero. Big fat zero there. Um, where we got to two for Hammy and Twitter falling off the pace. Um, up to the three for um, Jarvie and Simon. who's both bought the yellow card. And um, Instagram sold everything. Very negative, very effective. <laughs> so where that leaves us in our running totals. Simon's pulled this back quite a bit. So Paddy and last on 31. Up to Hammy on 34. Then it's myself on 35, Simon on 36, tied second, or Jarvin Instagram on 39, and then on 44 and still leading the way is Twitter. So, on to this week, Boxing Day. So, I've got four questions for you. Um, let's run through them. First one, and we've touched on it, touched on it very early on, um, simple one, off the field, us to be allowed in the, the game. I've actually put the 29th, but um, Boxing Day is the 26th. So, um, us to be allowed in the game on the 26th. Bye. 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 All right. <laughs> <laughs> We've all bought that there. That's um, less, less debatable than I thought it would be. Yeah, so. What about the 29th? Uh, Any different thoughts on the 29th? Aye. 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 <laughs> cool. Um, Right, so Hearts to extend their lead over fourth place on Boxing Day. Now, um, obviously we're at home at Ross County and um, Motherwell play Levy at home. And they are currently the fourth place team. So we would essentially just need them to lose or draw and us to win. Yes, yeah. Sell. I'm going to sell it because I just think they'll beat Levy over their shit. Um, yeah, sell. I'm going to sell it to peer pressure and uh, Paddy bought it. <laughs> <laughs> Paddy's back I next wonder, week, apparently. He's going to wonder why he's last. Do wonder why he's last. There we go. Um, so, I had a little bit of look through our kind of last few scores on this one. So, the question is both teams to score on Boxing Day and um, a bit of info. Both teams in a Hearts game haven't scored since we beat Dundee United 5-2, which was in the 6th of November. Now, in that time since then, we've played six games, we've won three and lost three, but they've all been with a team scoring no goals. Hmm. What the hell? Wow. I'm going to sell it. You've, oh. you've charmed me. So we're just going to continue on this stat. I think so, yeah. Okay. Clean sheet for Hearts. I'm going, I'm to, going to go with the same. Exactly the same. Um, I'm going to buy it. I could see Ross County getting a goal. You and Paddy buying. I'll also <laughs> buy. Oh, mixed up one there. Any thoughts why? It's like you got us getting beat, Hammy. You got us conceding and winning. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's going to be a thriller it's going to be like 3-2 or something oh I hope not 
Could it be a repeat <laughs> of last year, 5-3? It could well be that Christmas Day hangover with Craig Gordon concedes a couple and we've got to come back in the second half. <laughs> Seen it, it's written. <laughs> okay, um, the last one for this week. Now, um, Hearts over 1.5 goals. Hearts have only scored more than one in one out of their last six. I'm buying it. Yeah, I'll buy that too. I'm going to buy it because I need to. Likewise. Well, we are all buying it, just like we did in the first one. There you go. Happy days. I'll come back to you with totals next week. Nice. Uh, we spoke before the Dundee game about <clears throat> getting 12 points out of 12. You feeling confident that we're still on for that? That's one one part done. Three more to go. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, what does that include? Ross so County Johnston and, and Johnston Hibs. Yep. Um, I think we'll probably drop points in Johnston. <laughs> in Johnston. That feels, form that, feels that, that feels like the game. That Aye, does. Yeah. Can you believe St. Johnson? There's St. Johnson fans calling for Callum Davidson to get sacked. <laughs> After all the Short long. memories. Short yeah. memories. It seems very hearts of them. I didn't realise St. Johnson had fans. But <laughs> apparently they've been calling for Callum Davidson to get sacked on Twitter. So there you go. Um, good. Well, thank you, boys. And uh, thanks to Padman Productions for all your editing time as ever. Don't you have your hands full this evening? Um, <laughs> if you aren't following us on social media already, you can do so and play along with By Ourself. That's at hearts underscore podcast on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you want to send us an email, heartspodcast at gmail.com. Don't forget to like and subscribe. And if you're listening through Apple Podcasts, feel free to leave us a nice read of you or otherwise spread the good word. So until next time, keep washing your hands for the hearts more than ever. And we'll see you again soon.